Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy Newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And we are doing an extra credit uh, assignment today, so we are not unfortunately joined by uh, Holland Farkas. That was terrible phrasing. Unfortunately, we are not joined by Holland Farkas. <laughs> and so we are going to be doing a quick little chat about our new favorite campus and the possibilities and also what we would do on that campus, as well as catching up on, uh, on the 20th anniversary stuff. And so mm-hmm. uh, we thought this would be a good way to jump back into everything because we've been on spring break for a little bit. It's kind of how we're phrasing it. Uh, but really, we've been very busy at work. Yes. So uh, let's quickly, let's quickly uh, sneak into the library right now in the dead of night really quickly. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. All right, we're not cool. supposed to be in here technically. No, I mean... Our jurisdiction in the high, in, at UC Sunnydale is a little different than... It's not as welcoming. No, it's not. It doesn't feel like we're going to make this... Our home. our home base. I mean, we're recording in the library. Because the high school was like it, man. Like, Giles was already there. I think that's what made it so homey. I think it's we were in with the librarian, and now we're... Do I'm not even sure who the librarian is. I don't know who the librarian, who the librarian is. is, and no. I don't know if we'll ever find out who the librarian is. I don't think we will. I'm like, getting the sense that they're never going to really become, like, crystallized in our mind. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's very unfortunate. Yeah, but you know what? College is a little bit more of an impersonal experience. Academically? Um, yeah, actually, I probably would agree. In terms of places like the library. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Because it's also like there's something about – even though it's probably the same amount of years usually for that level of education uh, in the world, I believe your lower education and higher education are usually the same amount of years. For high school, your college preparatory program you go through, mm-hmm. usually four years, right? Right, yeah. And your college program, the idea is that it's four years. It's now six. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> – yeah. Yeah, it's weird that you spend four years and you feel so much ownership over a high school versus a college. No, a college, sometimes you feel like you're getting kind of shuffled through the door. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just can't make it, like that guy, Eddie. Yeah. I thought he was really going to stick it out. But in all fairness, there were like other elements. That wasn't just the college program, right? There were other issues at play. Vampires. Yeah, vampires. Yeah, that was the main one. Mm -hmm. But hey, beautiful campus. Beautiful campus. We're gonna yeah. So we're gonna chat about UC Sunnydale and get everyone prepped for us to dive into uh, the exciting adventures of Buffy's higher education because there's actually my favorite episode coming up. It's not the next one. It's the one after that. Okay. Uh, Fear Itself is my favorite. and uh, I also love Fear Itself. Fear Itself is probably my most rewatched episode of this season. Yeah. Oh, of this season? Definitely. Yeah. There aren't that many other episodes that you're just like... Dying for. And also, fear, I mean, this isn't a spoiler, I don't think. Fear Itself is a Halloween episode. It is indeed. Yeah. And that's why it's like the holiday episodes... I watch on those holidays. Yeah, I do that too. Every year, I watch every single... Buffy that is themed on Halloween, and then I also watched the One Angel episode that's themed on Halloween, but that's going to be ages. From oh, now. yeah, that's actually that's we're, season five. working on our schedule today. That might be like years from now. That might be years from now. That's but crazy. You know what? We'll be hopefully all the wiser. And still around. Exactly. And maybe even more insightful than we are today. That would be nuts. Actually, okay, so uh, let's talk about the 20th anniversary. Let's do it. Um, because, uh, and we'll talk about the 20th anniversary at large in a second, but for us personally, uh, here in the library, we got to, first, first, of, first of all, feature all of our old guests, all of our guests that have been on, mm-hmm. which was just them saying hi was like a two minute chunk. Yes. That's like so, that, and it's a great two minutes. It's just like two minutes of just the, like the nicest people saying hi. Mm-hmm. When do you get that outside of Disneyland? Um... I don't know, like parades. Yeah, I don't know. I have a thing. I don't, parades are weird to me. You're not a big parade guy? I'm not a big parade guy. There's something weird about me standing and watching other people do stuff and being. Well, you don't jump, you don't get in the parade yourself? I've never gotten in a parade. Have you? Usually when I see a parade going on, I I try to see if it's a participatory parade. Right. Like the Boston Vets. Uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade, you probably wouldn't jump in on. No. Because you're not a vet. Right. Yeah. But the Halloween Parade in WeHo. Oh, I guess it technically is a parade. Yeah. They say it. I guess it's I watched more of a march. A, I wa- yeah, it is a little bit more of a march. I watched a weird parade. I forget what the purpose was. 
It was like someone from All My Children, not All My Children. Someone from like the young, like the Young and the Restless had a car. Oh, it was a Christmas parade. Mm. It was just like the random Christmas parade. Anyway, parades aside, the twentieth anniversary. I don't. I'm so, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just stuck. I just have to say this because I'm thinking, and I want to open this up. I think also in this specific extra credit session, there's going to be a lot of questions we're going to throw at you guys. Yes, and then we're going to bring back, of course, our big. Uh, segment we're introducing we're so proud of uh, homework and that right there is the homework helicopter mm-hmm. flying overhead delivering homework assignments to all yep. the happy higher education children there it is oh uh, there it is it's dropping little uh, my hand little, is over my heart yep it's dropping little sheets of paper little, little syllabuses syllabi 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 are just falling from the sky and now and they're sli- blowing away yep. it's oh, not oh, even oh, this oh, is yeah, a terrible yeah, system yeah, okay. so we'll probably just have to tell people what we it should is. probably yeah uh, so uh, homework is uh, we're going to be assigning homework we're going to ask you a question and then we're going to we're excited to read your answers mm-hmm. um, at the end of every session so we'll get to that in at the end of this because mm-hmm. we said it would happen at the end don't have to worry about homework at the beginning. Um, but before we get out of this parade talk, I want to know, are you guys parade people, march people, like sit-ins or like protest mm-hmm. people? Or do you like a good old-fashioned just like something in a park, blank in a park? You know? Like there might be like a... Jam- blink in a park? No, no, no. Blank in a park. Oh. I don't know what blink in a park would be. I thought you said, oh, oh, I thought you were like maybe also, I thought you said Blink in a Park, but my second like place thought who, like was that you that. said, yeah, it was like Doctor Who. My second thought was that you said Blanket in a Park, but that you like just said it so fast. Blank in a Park. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Insert event in a park. Yes. So for example, there, it, there might be a, a St. Patrick's Day parade, mm-hmm. example of a parade. Uh, there was, these are... Terrible examples to compare against each other because right. they have very little in common. The Women's March Great day. started at one place, moved around, right? Mm. So that's a, that's not really a parade. It's a march. Totally. Uh, then there was the recent protests that were happening in downtown. You go to a mm-hmm. place and you you show your voice, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's one other event. Or like I'm from San Jose and we have Christmas in the Park where okay. people come okay. and there's like set up trees and little things that move and little penguins on parachutes. Okay. I'm uh, down. I'm down. So which of those four are you? Let us know, because I would be curious to find out. I think I'm an in-the-park person. I would say so as well. I'm like, also kind of a march person. Yeah, you do like the... I, I just... There's no cell phone reception of marches. None. It's one of my problems. It gets and me I, crazy. Yeah, and I get... I do like a protest, although I'm claustrophobic. So maybe that's why I like the... The, the, the park? The park. You can see the bathrooms. I know where they are. I know yep. where the exits are. Yeah. No, the marches, you got to kind of... Yeah, you like, have to prep. You and I couldn't even find each other. No. We had cell phone reception. Yes, no, we couldn't. It was just too chaotic. Uh, but anyway, so those were the questions. That's okay. Those let are us the know. questions. Let us um, know. But yeah, so we got to uh, we got to feature all of our previous guests, that which was, great. was aside from a parade, mm-hmm. the nicest two minutes of folks you're ever going to meet. Yeah, um, and perhaps some of them will return for future episodes of the podcast. Some sooner than later. Yes, I said indeed. it with a tone that sounded very like incriminating or suggestive, but then really, it's just later. Um, so yes, yeah, so we got to do that, and then also we got to air our unaired pilot of Sunnydale Study Group. Finally, yeah, finally, and uh, it should be noted that we were a little drunker than we. Ever are we didn't sound that drunk. we didn't no, than usual we're never drunk when we record we're, yeah we always record them at like ten in the morning clean yeah. as a whistle and if we ever have had any sauce inside of us it's usually announced doused with and, orange juice yes exactly though that one is not like we were drunk but I only noticed it because I noticed like I feel like I was popping my peas a little sloppily it was a microphone thing oh was it though. yeah okay we talked about that afterwards we're like well we gotta figure out this microphone situation right. cause I was like man I am popping like a popcorn Penelope pit stop yep the old crazy. classic Penelope pit stop yeah. it was crazy but it was a good discussion and it should also be noted that Holland was the producer at the time yep. and had yet to join as a full co-host so that's why she was not participating in that discussion as much was because her role was different in the beginning we we could right now kind of uh, without Holland here to represent herself mm-hmm. we could explain how that all came about yeah well, how did that come about uh, well we so uh, you and I were eating Thai food one time mm-hmm. and we were like let's record a 
Let's do. Let's rewatch Buffy. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. And we didn't plan on doing it on the 18th birthday of Buffy. We no. just said let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, we should rewatch Buffy. And they were like, oh, we should record ourselves reacting at the end of it. And oh, that became we should do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then nothing happened. Right. Like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a uh, like this is weeks later. We were at a restaurant right by the ArcLight Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I think we went to go see a movie, or maybe we didn't. I don't know. Yeah, I thought we went to go see a movie, but maybe. I'm lying. And then we were getting lunch with Holland. At Veggie Grill. At Veggie Grill. Yes. At the Vegetable Grill. That's not what and it's called. Mi- and Mia Grill. was there, too. She was there and as well. Because Mia named the podcast. She did. Yeah. That's a very important part of trivia. So when that yeah. comes up on Jeopardy, mm-hmm. you're ready for it. Mia Rosella named What us. is Mia Rosella? And then Alex Trebek will be like, it's who is, but should we accept that? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so... We were hanging out with Holland, and we're like, yeah, we have this idea. And Holland was like, this is so great. Um, this is so awesome. And they're like, wait, do you want to be a part of this? And like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we, had, we, we only had the ability to plug into a microphone. So our idea was like, okay, great. Well, we'll just do this. And then um, do you want to produce it? And from, our, like, from the get-go, it was like, no, this is stupid. Holland is so much more interesting than we yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, And, like, we discovered that, like, middle of, like, not even the middle, like, the first five minutes of, like, that unaired pilot. Um, And then we recorded our first episode for the Buffy 18th birthday Mm -hmm. uh, of the show. We got Thai iced teas from the Thai restaurant that we originally incepted the idea into each other's heads. Right. Can you do that in Inception? Can you incept ideas into each other's heads at the same time? Sure, why not? Okay, great. I want to see that. I don't want to see a sequel, but I would watch that fan film. Uh, I wouldn't, but you can. Tell me about it. Right now? No, tell me, uh, after you've well, seen like it. Once I've seen it? Yeah. It's all right. Cool. Yeah. I'm not a big Inception guy. Not a big Inception guy? Interstellar guy? Nope. Not a big, not a not Nolan a big, guy? I'm not a big Nolan guy. Okay. It's a little too He's serious. very stoic. He's very, very stoic. Serious. Yeah. Um, Why so, you know what? To quote a Christopher Nolan film, why so serious? That's a good question. You would have, I can't answer <laughs> that for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't All really of my like, you know what? Like I did I was surprised he didn't direct Arrival. Arrival is very stoic, which made it hard for me to get super into the emotional story. I was not wowed. Because it's also technically just two Star Trek episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like when people treat something that was done and something that I love like before, it's like it's brand new and finally being championed as an existing idea. I've gotten into a lot of arguments with people about Arrival, and I feel bad about it because a lot of people love it. Not arguments per se, but some of them have been It's also super drab. It's very drab. The best thing is the, and start to, not to totally just shift conversation, but yeah, the best thing is those octopusy aliens. Is that, that's not a spoiler, right? I don't uh, know if anything in Arrival is actually a spoiler. No, it's in the ads. You see them in the ads? I didn't see the ads. Okay, great. I think that when people weren't seeing it, they were like, let's put these aliens in the ads. Arrival? Okay, this is going to sound, maybe this is horrible, and then we'll get back to Buffy stuff, Mm -hmm. but Arrival is my preferred version of Avatar. Oh, really? I like Avatar more. Really? Yeah, because Avatar, I think Avatar is more interesting. The Unobtainium? Not necessarily that, but like them running, like, like the Navi stuff. Yeah, I just guess. the Navi. It just looks interesting. I, there must be something wrong with me because I didn't like them. I mean, they're not that special, but I liked the them running on the trees and everything was glowing, and I like that stuff. Yeah, that stuff was cool. I think it's very Transformers level watchable. That's a really good comparison. Yeah. Have I said on this podcast how I believe that Jurassic World and Transformers are the same universe? Oh, my God. I, I'm so glad you said that. I was just saying to someone how they were like, well, what's different about Jurassic World? It's like, well, say that, that something that had the same integrity level of Transformers was yeah. made in the Jurassic Park universe. That's Jurassic World. Shout out That's to Jurassic amazing. June really quick. Got a Jurassic June sticker. On I my noticed that. Now. That's what that was. And Jurassic June's coming up. Um, all right. So that was our unaired pilot. That's kind of how. This oh yes, the unaired pilot. Started. Yeah, this, it was. That's how it all got kicked off. And uh, it was your idea to be like, we're going to record an unaired pilot, and then we're going to release it, but as, but it's going to be, but we're not going to air it. Yeah. We're gonna it's re- unaired. It's, it's definitely unaired, unaired pilot. But we're going to release the unaired pilot at a special event, yeah. which then turned into the. Uh, 
Sorry, I just got distracted. That turned into the 20th anniversary, the hashtag Buffy Slays 20 anniversary, which what was a like hashtag. a hashtag. What a great hashtag. And it became like this whole epic event. Like the internet lost its mind over this. I wish it was Buffy Slays 20 every day. Because the thing is, like, that was a day that, and I know that there's so much important stuff we have to talk about, and Twitter is a place that we can talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the best, but it's a place. But. I, like, that day, Twitter was just how I think. (laughs) Like, it was just, like, people just using Buffy GIFs and, like, memes and just quotes and articles. Buffy's the most written about TV show. Did you know that? That is so great. In the history of TV. Really? Yeah, and it's, like, far ahead the lead. Like, the second uh, my buddy Sean Kelly is telling me is, like... Sopranos? Way back in the... It's either Sopranos or Simpsons. Okay. But it's, like... In the dust, in, in wow. Buffy's, like, vamp Where number dust. one. Where number one. That is so awesome. So Go that on. was, yeah. That, I just loved that day. And I just felt like it was a day. It was, I wish that there was a parade for Buffy. I Slays wish there 20. was, too. Yeah. Maybe next year, because 21 is still an important birthday. Yeah, she can drink. And we can just do, like, a beer bad day. Yes. That's a future episode. Didn't ruin anything. That's just the title of it. Uh, it was gentle... Gentle spoilers in this podcast. Sprinkled in, like, confetti mm-hmm. muffins. Yeah, sprinkled in, like... There's not confetti muffins, there's confetti cupcakes. Yeah, sprinkled in spoilers, like, you know, the movie Arrival has kind of a weird twist ending that doesn't really feel like it fits. I would say that normally that might, like, say too much about the movie, but I don't think it does. I don't think... There was like, and this is the twist, and it was like, that came out of nowhere. I don't know if a twist... Like, a twist has to twist something. Yeah. Like, saying, like, a lemon is a twist is like, no, 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 sorry, that's just... What? <laughs> uh, and that's our review of Arrival. Um, very pretty movie, though, and I liked how it sounded. It, yeah, no, it was... And it everyone was, was smart. Yeah. That was nice. And also, there was a woman in charge. True. And no one was just like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, they might have questioned her, and then she'd be like, no, I'm right. And they're like, okay, yeah, we believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me a lot of Contact. It was very Contact. I like Jodie Foster a lot. Man, the only thing I don't like about Jodie Foster was that she starred in a film, and this was not her fault. She starred in a film called Flight Plan. Now, <laughs> that was going to be a deep cut, but it was Flight Plan. Now nobody remembers Flight Plan. That's kind of a, that's like a broad statement. That's not real. Many people do not. <laughs> I it, just did. Yeah, Flight Plan did not stand out in the annals of time as a incredibly important film, but it came out on the same weekend as a little flick called Serenity. Oh, I see. And what happened was it was absolutely number one at the box office, and so the fact that Serenity didn't get number one at the box office because Flight Plan did made it harder for Serenity to get out there, and it was deemed not as successful as they wanted it to be. Here's the thing, though. What do people talk about more often? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And oh, no, Serenity, okay. yeah. <laughs> I mean, do people go around talk, calling themselves plan coats? No. <laughs> Plaid coats, they're just really into flight plan. Yeah. It's like that's Which the- is like her daughter disappears on a plane. Yeah. That's such a small place to lose a daughter. Yeah, but there's like a whole conspiracy behind it. Oh, weird. Was it the Russians? Well, yeah, at this point it could be. Um, so that was <laughs> Buffy Slays 20. Um, and I, I want to shout out individual things that I saw, but honestly, what really got me was um, not just the, the core cast. Of Buffy being like shouting out to fans and interacting and also interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, that was oh, cool. God, Sarah's that, post on Instagram was oh, cool. Oh, it was amazing. Because it was like, nice, you still care about this. I love that she wrote, David, you will always be my angel. Yeah. I was like, awesome. And then like people like, uh, she didn't uh, mention Giles or Xander. Do you think it's because they don't keep in touch in real life? I think I saw her respond to Anthony Stewart Head in some capacity. Okay. And you think that. Nick Brandon because of his personal life I problems. I thought I saw something. I okay. thought I saw them interacting. I'll have okay. to look back. I don't know. There's so many tweets. I don't know how that'll happen. But um, she also didn't shout out Emma Caulfield. I noticed. Yeah, she definitely shouted out Tom Lank. Oh, because well, because of his epic. Tom Lank became yeah became Buffy. <laughs> yeah, he did an incredible Lank for less. Um, I w- yeah, it was seeing 
the core cast interacting and mentioning stuff, but also it, I just saw so many people who like played like a vampire for one episode mm-hmm. and post like their picture, their still from the episode, and talk about how proud they were and how fortunate they feel to have been part of it, and just seeing like makeup artists and all these people um, doing all of this. It inspired the three of us. Unfortunately, Holland's not here to also say yes, but inspired the three of us to say, like, you know, going forward for the podcast, these are the folks we're going to, like, hit up. Mm-hmm. And if there's anyone in an upcoming episode that you want us to try to reach out to and be like, hey, we're the Sunnydale City Group, do you have an hour? Totally. Uh, yeah, that's a great thing to mention. Because and if you know anybody personally, we are super down. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know what? You know what I felt bad about? In that unaired pilot, I was a little, I was a little too harsh on Riff Regan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it because <laughs> I listened to it back. I was like, ugh. And then I was like, you know what? We should get Riff Regan on here. And I was like, if Riff Regan just heard this, she would think that you no were way. the biggest jerk alive. Because it wasn't like I like bashed on her too hard, but I did. I did say she was like an inferior actress to Alison Hannigan, which is not necessarily something I needed to say in that way. And it's also like not, we don't, no, it was just like, there was, they were just making a pilot, an unaired, definitely to be unaired pilot in black and white. Yeah. Like, and it was black and white. Didn't we watch it in black and white? No, no, no. It was color. Why do I remember in black and white? That's weird. Can you see? Uh, I can see. Yeah. Yeah. It's color right now. I don't know. It's kind of like The Giver. Maybe I can't. Oh, damn. That's a spoiler. Spoiler alert for The Giver. Ignore that. Um, Lois Lowry fans. <laughs> or, or up and coming Lois Lowry up and coming, fans. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to books real quick. Shout out to books. Books are great. Get Keep reading them. Keep read supporting them. them. If you read books, be proud. For mm-hmm. a little while, I was a jerk. I was one of those people that was like, don't show off that you read books or whatever. Like, don't talk to down to other mediums because I just love film so much. Yeah. But here's the thing. Books are great. And in the adult world, not enough people read books. Oh no, we're more all people read books. Yeah, we're all just getting more upset with our lives because of our lack of uh, book reading. Yeah, there's some very important people who definitely should read more books. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> yeah, our under pilot was really interesting uh, to me because it was just I, I was really happy to put it up there because it's not something that I'm particularly proud of. What I am proud of is mm-hmm. the podcast. Yeah, and it's, it's not—it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Like it's yeah. not like oh dear God, like this is terrible. Yeah, the only but, bad thing was me versus Riff Regan. <laughs> Which hopefully wasn't too harsh. No. Well, also, we were younger back then. We now, were. I think we're at that age where we realize that we would be cast in pilots and then just erased from history. Mm-hmm. Not that Riff Regan was erased from history. She has a very important part in history. Oh. We're talking about her right now. Oh, my God. Massive. I don't think there's going to be a podcast about us 20 years from now. It could be. There could be. We can start it. Yeah, actually, I don't know why I was so negative about us. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But it was a thing where, you know, I've heard some people and I've, I've gotten to talk at like a, at UCSB's Word Farm and um, we've done a few panels, mm-hmm. you know, at, at Wheaton Con, Wheatonopolis, uh, one or two WonderCon ones through Geek and Sundry. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing where people like ask, like, how do I get started in podcast? I got to be on um, uh, on Sarah Rodriguez and, and, and Katrina and all them uh, were hosting a panel that I got to be on and represent San Diego Southern Group. Nice. People ask, like, how do I get started? Like, how do I get over that bump? And it's just like, you just, you, um, you do it and you accept that you're imperfect. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's I don't know if I've ever done. Like, in film, I need to be perfect. Like, if I'm on stage and I am not playing well in improv or in something scripted, I, I'm not too happy about it, you know? Yeah. And I don't celebrate the imperfection. I go, all right, let's figure out what we can do better. Um, but with this, I'm so glad we did it and we pushed through. From way back in the day when we had two microphones that were just laying in my closet... Yeah. Then we upgraded to Radio Shack microphones. Yep, and we got those weird, like, from Korea, um, like, pop Yeah, diffusers. that might have given you cancer. Right, I was always, because they said on the package, might give cancer. Yeah. <laughs> and you were really worried about that. Uh, but yeah. then one of the packages, did the red one didn't, and you're like, I'll talk in the red one. And we're like, Chris, it's the same material. <laughs> Those ones are just illegal. Because <laughs> yeah. they should have marked. Yeah, they just didn't yeah. warn you about the cancer that they could give. Um, but yeah, we got like the microphone stuff, then we converted over, just running you through a history of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We converted to an H4N mm-hmm. uh, that me and I used for Two Broke Geeks. And that was still like a little echoey, and now we've updated all the way to a Yeti microphone. Yeah, this thing is real shiny and silver. It is blindingly shiny and silver. Mm-hmm. And so blind. that was a really nice thing to just to kind of see. Like, I just love the fact that we were able to do an unaired pilot for 
The Origins of Buffy, which everyone is like, this is a perfect show, but really it's a labor of love show. Mm-hmm. And you see that they work so hard on it. And that's something that I just, I personally want to bring to everything I do mm-hmm. is just this idea of like, I, like, let's make something awesome for other people. Mm-hmm. And if we feel very self conscious about it or it's not exactly what we want in the beginning, we keep tilling it and we keep crafting it until it can be something that um, is out there for people in the same way that like Buffy is, you know? Fully. And that's, uh, and we were kind of talking on the 20th a little bit too about how like, we don't know exactly how to say this without sounding weird, but like we don't make money off of this. In fact, we definitely lose at least $20 a month <laughs> on the podcast. Mm, yeah. And we're not Patreon. I don't know how you feel about Patreon. How do you feel about Kickstarter, Patreon, Indiegogo stuff? I think if someone is going to give you money, then they're giving it to you. Okay. That's actually a pretty good. All right. <laughs> if like, if these people were like robbing like malls, Robbing malls, like Paul Blart Mall Cop, <laughs> yeah. like the villains in Paul Blart Mall yeah. Cop. Yeah, like if okay. people who had Patreons were like holding up malls. Yeah, skateboarding and robbing stores. Then I would be like, don't, what are you doing? Don't, don't do, do that. that. That's crime. But they're saying, hey, I'm making a thing. This is how you donate. And then those people have to like go through a complicated process of entering credit card information. So there's no mistake. Yeah. Right. There's no trick. There's no theft. Right. So I feel fine about it. So you're not stealing from the thieves. Yeah. Totally. You're you're not stealing from not mm-hmm. thieves. Yeah, exactly. I think it's all, it all depends. You know, it's like the library bards have a good Patreon that's coming up. Jason and Ashley have mm-hmm. their Patreon. They just had their Kickstarter for Jupiter Jet where they raised like 30 grand or that's something. Nuts. I saw that you donated over to that, right? I did. Yeah, was yeah, that, yeah. oh, was that noticeable? Oh, it was noticeable. Oh, weird. Oh, I Jason chatted you out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, buffering. Our friends at Buffering the Vampire Slayer. And by our friends, I mean we found out about them and are email friends with them. Mm-hmm. But we'll just say our friends. They're our friends. friends over at Buffering the Vampire Slayer have a Patreon, yep. which you should all donate to. And you should go follow Buffering the Vampire Slayer and uh, Hellmouthy, who are our two main allies in the Buffy podcast world. Uh, buffering the Vampire Slayer will Just not be Just in terms able. of communication, back Just, and, and forth. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But if there's others out there, which I know there are, there's like Tiny Fences. Oh, there's there so was, many. Welcome to Sunnydale. There's so many. Yeah, yeah. so if you... We're going to be doing some research ourselves as we're building our WeedonCon panel of all the uh, Buffy podcasts. But if you know of any that are specifically based out of L.A. or if you yourself are one, please hit us up because we want to become pals with them. And hit them up and follow them and tell them the Sunnydale Study Group sent you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And ask for a response. <laughs> yes. And make sure you mention it so it's uh, clear. Because we're going to be doing some fun stuff in the future with Buffy Podcasts. Yeah, we might as well. As you were saying, most talked about show ever. Yep. And this is evidence of it. All right. Um, but it's just a nice thing. And just, the reason I brought that up is because uh, it it's like seeing how many people got stuff out of Buffy is like so inspirational and being having a day to celebrate that. Is like that to me is like what I aspire to. Like I know, like I I know some people who are like I really want an Oscar, or I really want like a bunch of money or and stuff like that. And to me, like the driving force is like, can I make something that people will be geeking out about at conventions and like making shirts that Fox is getting upset about mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's like that's it. Like people got something out of it, mm-hmm. and there's something so wonderful about that to me, and that we had like a day to celebrate that and to do it, and that wasn't like. Someone that wasn't like UPN being like, give us a bunch of money, we're selling merchandise or whatever. No. It was all these folks who were so touched by this program, this whole world, uh, getting to be ourselves yeah. and celebrate each other. And that's the coolest thing. Yeah, um, it was a fully fan-generated event. Yeah. Like, as far as I could tell, there was no central organizer to the 20th century. Uh, to the 20th century. To the 20th anniversary. <laughs> but also the 20th century. To the 20th, yeah, no. There was definitely no central organizer Anyone who's like, that. there's like an Illuminati out there, I'm like, that's a lot of organization. I don't think most humans can do that. No. It's kind of like all this, like, surveillance stuff, too. It's like, can they look at us through our microwaves? No. <laughs> but if they could, would they? No. It's too hard. Like, where are they going to put it? Like, I just don't, Yeah. It was like, it's like that Simpsons movie where, like, they're tapping everybody's phone and then, like, they're like, we found it. Mm. The government found something. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, any final thoughts on the 20th century? Before, before we wrap up the 20th century. Uh, World War II? Yowzes. That was a That was a bad one. Doozy. Let's just end the wars. Yeah, end and wars we did forever. Really. No, we didn't. They, they just going. kind of transformed into, like. Became a business. Yes, they became a business. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Money got involved. 
Um, they were kind of a business then too. Oh yeah, think, no, I think that's a problem, right? Was this I like, mean that's the thing is like World War, like the wars now seem so terrible because they are, but back then it was like a full propagandized like. Were people making buco bucks before World War One off of war? I'm sure. Like you watch old Robin Hood movies and like. They are grand. Okay, this is it. I've hit my wall in terms of history because yeah. I'm referring to look, Kevin Costner films. Yeah. Look, an old <laughs> oh, Kevin Costner. Oh, I thought you were going to say Errol Flynn. Oh, well done. Because Kevin Costner, oof, that movie is. That movie, I didn't realize until recently. I was sick one day, like three years ago, and Robin Hood Men and uh, King of Thieves was mm-hmm. on TV, and I watched it, and I was like, oh my God. I didn't realize that Men in Tights is like a shot-for-shot parody of this film. Oh, I would say that King of Thieves is a parody of Men in Tights. (laughs) (laughs) And unlike other Robin Hoods, Mm -hmm. I can speak with a British accent. (laughs) (laughs) Hands off me, crone. (laughs) Um, So uh, before we do that, I just wanted to ask you guys yet another thing, um, because we just love interacting. Did you guys have any magical moments on the 20th anniversary? Did you shout out at anyone from Buffy and then they shouted out back or like to tweet or mm. or maybe you guys did like a marathon? Uh, please let us know. Tweet us at SSG podcast because uh, we would love to know what your awesome miracle of 20th anniversary is. For, uh, for me, honestly, it was editing together all of the people saying hi. Like that mm-hmm. brought me to tears while I was cutting all together and listening back to it. I loved it. It was great. It's also pretty stressful realizing that most of the episodes are only in Dropbox. <laughs> They I had to pull them all down. Whoa. Um, I loved Monica's art piece. Oh, that was amazing. It was cool. She was just like, I did this. Please share. And we did. And it got a lot of love on our Instagram. We have a Monica-related announcement we could be making right now. That has to we do with could. our banner stuff. Yeah. Should we, we do we it right now? Sure. We still haven't used Yeah. When this goes up, check out our banner on Twitter and on Facebook. It's different. Yep. <laughs> It's not this really bad, like, Photoshop experiment I did of, like, how can I make a scaly yearbook photo? <laughs> uh, so, I like it. Our old one? I like all of the graphics you've done. Thank you so much. They have a clear, like, theme. They look old. It looks like early 2000s. The old banner looks like early 2000s. It looks like it's something you could have, like, gotten on micro- in a Microsoft Word class at your high school. Yeah, that is exactly how it looks. So it's accurate. Yeah. With a little bit of extra flair. I mean, I feel like our official logo, which Omar created, is awesome. That's my, I think that's my artistic aesthetic, is stuff you do in high school, but with a little more flair. And okay, I'm not great. saying that, like, to be funny. I'm saying that, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good thing. That's it. It's just like, I don't know, I look like it like right. It's, it's, the two bro, it's the two bro geeks thing. Exactly. Yeah. Just do it. Sound effect. <laughs> um, so... That's our question to you. Go ahead and feel free to tweet at us or post on our Facebook. Mm, uh, any awesome things you did for the 20th anniversary, we'd love to shout those out and share them. Um, and then now, for a few minutes here, let's quickly chat about UC Sunnydale. Yeah. Because we've got some cool stuff coming up in the future where we might be recording from UC Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. Because it is Santa Barbara. Yes. Um, but before we get all to that crazy stuff, uh, what a great campus. It's beautiful. Now, we've only seen it for two episodes so far mm-hmm. um, in the podcast, but it is this amalgamation of, I believe, SBCC, USC, and UCLA. And sort Unless of UCSD, maybe not visually, just that it's it's not UCSD, oh, yeah. it's UC Sun Sunday. Yeah, because they couldn't do, because that's, that's San Diego. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, located in La Jolla. Um, yeah. yeah, that's where that is. And, but they, it's, what I like about it is, uh, before I even went to UCSB, which I, in my heart, is UC Sunnydale, um, I, that, that was my introduction to UC campuses. Okay. Which is, like, such an interesting thing that there is a I still have not had that. Because you didn't, you haven't been on a UC campus? You've been to UCLA, haven't you? Uh, like, not extensively. Wow, we gotta get you on some campuses. Yeah, and I went to NYU, we didn't have a campus. We just Man. had, they just had this whole, the, your campus is the city. And it's like, no, you, no, it's no, not. No, the city's the city. The city's the city, and you, ha- and you own half the buildings in the city. That's and like you saying, like, your sandwich is the plate. You're like, no, <laughs> that's just a plate. Uh, and then I'll be Hollander really quickly. At Emerson, we didn't have a campus either. But then I'll say that I visited Emerson's building, and it was gorgeous. It's right across from the Commons in Boston. Oh, yeah. So nice. 
awesome. if you're wondering what that looks like in a recent Simpsons episode, The Town, they go there. That little park with the bridge and the uh-huh. little like river thing. Okay. That's where Holland went to school. Oh, right great. there. She oversaw that. Good work. Not like managed it. But, like, and then she was it. at her and then she was at her LA campus. That's right. And she well, always that was a campus. And, yeah, and she used to buy us lunch with her like points she had to use up. Are we should we not? No, we can say that, right? She can't get in trouble over that. No, right? I mean, we joked about if that if she would do that. <laughs> And she said, no, that's against the law. That's great. We're covered. Um, <laughs> Sean Spicer later will say it was all a joke. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh. yeah, so I love that this campus captures California college. As someone who went to a California college, I can tell yeah. you, it really captures the feel of being on an open, sunny campus. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it, it still feels like she, like that Buffy and co are by the beach. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you get that feeling from UC Sunnydale? Somewhat. Okay. They never really go to it. No. But I wouldn't doubt that it was nearby. Like, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I'm really impressed by how they were able to introduce a new element of the show that still feels very much part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, here's a big campus, and it is just the Sunnydale campus. Yes. Um, I will say something. I don't know if this is on purpose or my brain is just imagining things, but uh, it also, believe it or not, UC Sunnydale feels a lot like when you're walking through "quote unquote" downtown Salem in Massachusetts. Totally. Uh, okay. it's just maybe like it's that. the brick. I don't know. But yeah, you've been to USC, right? Haven't you? I have been. Uh, not. Not. You can really. say no. No. <laughs> I don't need to shame you. I, I know. I worked a job where we went to, like, the Trojans. Wait, the Trojans is UC, USC. We like, went to the Trojans Stadium. Okay. And then Holland was, Coliseum? like, living in housing. Yeah, and then Holland was living in housing. Right by she there. she was moving out of Emerson. So where is UC Sunnydale? Let's talk about that really quickly. Where UC Sunnydale is in relation to the rest of UC, or to, to Sunnydale. Uh, it's in the upper corner. Yes. Um, the upper... By 101. Yeah. Uh, by, if you're keeping track at home, the Ralph's gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is closer to the beach than Sunnydale High. Because they didn't really go from the... Yeah, the high school feels more inland. Like, I'm really, I'm really astonished. I don't mean to sound so weird about this. I am very astonished by how well the campus fits into our brains, even though we've just jumped into it in season four. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah, this is a whole new it's area just, yeah, of Sunnydale. It's like a quintessential college vibe. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question to you, Chris. Yes, please. And those listening at home, if you want to answer. Um, if you were at UC Sunnydale, what do you think you would major in? Um, Considering you grew up in Sunnydale. Okay, so I grew up in Sunnydale. So I'm not necessarily my same self. You're Chris, but Sunnydale Chris. Uh, maybe something like comparative literature. That's great. Yeah. I think there's a lot of great... Maybe creative writing. Mm. I feel like the classics. Oh, yeah. I, well, I feel like, I mean, you had a guy who was praying to a Yano statue at some point. Yeah, of course you would. Exactly. I think that. I would say maybe a major in the classics with a minor in comparative literature, and then I'd be part of the archaeology club. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's actually a great way to phrase that. What would be your major, your emphasis, and a club you'd be a part of? Mm-hmm. And what What about you? I think I would still do film because of the sun. Oh, because the sun is so great. Yeah. I think I, if there were Buster Keaton marathons going on in my hometown, which honestly there might be. I'm sorry, San Jose, if there are, and I just didn't go to them. Um, I would absolutely pursue film. I don't know if UC Sunnydale has like a strong film program. I never heard it come up. But it's a sunny... I mean, yeah, I mean... There's only one filmmaker in Sunnydale that I know of, and we won't get to really explore that about him... Until later. Until later. Yeah. Um, but I would probably still pursue film. Cool. And if I couldn't, probably theater. And I would probably, in all honesty, knowing that it's Sunnydale, I would 100% be part of a Wiccan You'd be club. part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm always hesitant to join because it might break my heart. <laughs> yeah. And it might. You know what? I don't want to break your heart, but there's a chance that the Wiccan Club at Sunnydale... Is not exactly what you'd be hoping not, for. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Boo Radley. 
What can you do? I don't know. Boo earns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's where I would be. Uh, I don't want to answer for Harlem, so we can just wait, ask her but she next can session. tweet at us if she wants. <laughs> she could. We can also just ask her on the next session. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about because I asked you. I never prepare an answer whenever I ask you guys a question. I think that's it, though. I think it's a good one. Or, like, I think that, like, I would try to make some sort of, like, let's watch over each other in campus club because there are vampires. Is there that? There okay. isn't that in Sunnydale, right? Yeah. Uh, like a protector group? Yeah. Like in... Maybe, like, the, the cop club. The cop club? Yeah. I think the cop club has a lot of red tape, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of good ones, but I think there are some bad apples. Yeah. That saying bad apples is like the funniest thing to me. There's some bad apples. Yeah, but bad apples ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing about bad apples. You can't have them. Yeah, bad apples ruin the batch. Yeah. The that batch? Tree? No, it's not the batch. You don't have a batch of apples. Really? That tree's got a batch of apples? No, a basket. A bushel. A bushel. A bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. Hmm? What? What is that? I don't even know. It's a song. <laughs> but yeah, uh... I would I would want to form some sort of like protective league, like a neighborhood watch, where you, we would like walk people to class at night. Oh, okay. Back and forth. Uh, That's cool. Like like let's not leave it up to the Slayer Club. Or we all know the Slayer is around, right? After prom, we know the Slayer is a person. Not in that wording. Clearly, but protector. I think that those that attended Sunnydale High, and it's actually what's interesting is. So Sunnydale High exists in the town of Sunnydale, mm-hmm. as you might imagine. And UC Sunnydale is the college that perhaps many of the people who went to UC uh, that went to Sunnydale High also attended. Yep. Now I can relate to an extent on that because I grew up in the town of Durham, New Hampshire, which yep. is the UNH town. I did not go to UNH, but a large amount of the people that I graduated with Right. And so the idea of really kind of locking your teeth into not just a community that you formed in high school, but also a community that you then carried on into college is a very real thing because it's the same town. It feels as though to me that in the case of Sunnydale, that Willow and Buffy are that kind of social core. Uh, and that if there are any other Sunnydale High attendees that went to UC Sunnydale, it never really fully becomes clear. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. So there's not enough of a social carry-on to... to... To have used the class protector... As a symbol of... Yeah, I think that in a way people kind of... Put their heads back in the sand. Yeah, I think that's after what that event. I mean, looking around nowadays, I see it happening. So uh, it doesn't yeah. surprise me too no, much. Me neither. But I also feel like a lot of people are rising up as like potential chosen folk. I so, agree. I agree. Uh, against general forces of darkness, mm. um, I would probably call my club the Umbrella Corps, Ooh. and that, my friends, is how you do a pun. It's got to have. It has to work on two levels. A pun has to work on two levels. Okay. And the Umbrella Corps would be, of course, because of Buffy's umbrella. Okay. And Umbrella Corps from Resident Evil, which deals with vampire-like zombie things. Oh. And that's why I would call it that. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. That okay. is a well-crafted joke. The thing about well-crafted jokes uh, is they're not necessarily funny. All right. But it's like dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste good, but you acknowledge it's more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is our session because that is the bell, meaning that Dave found out that we've broken yeah. into the yeah. uh, similar bell to uh, the central library where we report out of for Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is the bell for uh, us to get out of here. That is the bell that means that the campus security, that Paul Blart campus uh, Is there cop. a movie called Paul Blart Campus Cop yet? No, and there maybe won't ever be. Well, why don't we write it? Uh, oh, let's get, get hired. One, let's guys. get hired on it first. Oh, we don't want to do on spec. We don't want to waste our time with something that might just end up on our Being hard made. drives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Being made. <laughs> so. Uh, guys, really quickly before we wrap, uh, first of all, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast community. It's absolutely amazing. We love our study buddies so much, and we're not mm-hmm. just saying that. Really, we do. The reason we do the podcast is because it gives us the opportunity to hang out and chat with you guys uh, and talk about stuff, uh, mostly related to Buffy, to be completely honest. Yeah. Although, we quite often go on tangents. Parades, marches, protests, yeah. parks, you choose. Arrival. 
Octopus aliens. Spoiler alerts. After you say the thing. The giver. Um, <laughs> there, it was a full summary of the podcast. Um, we are going to sign you guys homework right now. We're going to extend last week's homework. Uh, and there's going to be an easier way for us to identify your answers. Uh, we're going to ask, who are your personal Scoobies? You can give us nicknames. Maybe you have a picture. Maybe you have drawings. Maybe you want to give us first names. If you want to give whole names and shout people out on Twitter, absolutely. Let us know. If you can tag that on Twitter, again, tweet us your answers, your homework at SSG Podcast with the hashtag SSG Homework. SSG Homework and answer who are your Scoobies? Who are the people that you go around patrolling with? Who are the people that you go through life with? Uh, because it's important to have those Scooby groups. And it doesn't matter if they're in person. It doesn't have to be your hometown friends. It can be people you've met online, uh, people you interact with, create stuff with, people that you're fans of. Those are your Scoobies. Those are your inspiration. Um, so please, please send us your SSG homework. Again, that's hashtag SSG homework. Uh, and we'll be back next week with, if not a Buffy uh, session, specifically about the next episode of Buffy, which is a huge one that ties mm-hmm. into the greater universe of Buffy and Angel Mm -hmm. we will be back with your answers and a very special surprise and if we get the surprise going we'll come back with that and if not we're going to be continuing to cruise through season 4 and of season 1 of Angel because folks they connect they do indeed there are crossover episodes yeah and we are you know we hope you enjoy these extra credit sessions as much as we do because we love doing them because we're trying to prolong this process we are we revisited Sunnydale so we could live in Sunnydale as long as we possibly could yeah i know there's some people who are like just get to the episodes only talk about those and i feel really bad cuz that's not what we do it's not necessarily we talk we take you know. buffy stuff and we talk about life stuff mm-hmm. and uh, we have no plan on just knocking it out and just doing the show and moving on to another show. Yeah. We uh, will cover all those episodes. Don't you yeah. worry. But and, we are yeah. trying to mine it for every last little drop that we can find. Um, and also, should we encourage perhaps uh, the Scoobies who listen to us in their SSG homework to, if there's any extra credit sessions that they'd be interested in hearing us do. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of these we just do, it's like our personal feelings and, you know, off the cuff stuff. But if you want us to do any deep dives and research for you into. We will. We've, there are, hey, the, the watcher books are out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, we've, we've held them. Yes. As we gave them away uh, as a prize at our last Buffy party for Valentine's yeah. Day. Um, so we would be happy to dive into any extra credits that you guys request. And while we might, uh, although with scheduling we should be good, while we might run into a few spring breaks along the way because, Chris, you might have to disappear to go be on Whose Line Is It Anyway? <laughs> the Amazing Improv Show. Right. Uh, <laughs> Not on it. I'm Colin Standen. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, but, you're I guess on, I, but you're... I mean, yeah, I'm you on that show. Yeah, I'm on that set. I'm on you that make set the show longer. Happen. I'm on that set longer than he is. And you're not like, and not to talk, I used to grab coffee for folks. That was like a thing I did when I was like interning in a development company. I loved it. I learned so much. I read scripts. I got to actually be involved in the Lego movie. Mm. I don't know if I told you guys that. Oh, I did not know it, that. It, was, it came to our desks and we got to chat about it and talk about how we felt about the script and give input. My input honestly was like, this is just funny. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but you are not just doing that. You are... Colin Mockery before he walks on yeah, stage. Um, yeah, we run the game. We run the show just for camera blocking because it is a it's a live show. There's hundreds of people in the audience and they need to make sure that those jibs are flying smooth. So, so the producers of Who's Line who are looking for the funniest improv comedians were like, We've got these guys already. Can you do this stuff before the cameras roll? Yeah, well yeah, me and me and my friends who are there's some second city improvisers. We just run the show. That's we run nice. the show like on super speed, like two, three times, just to make sure that the camera changes are cool. That's crazy, man. And then Colin and the guys show up and, you know, dive in when the audience gets there. <laughs> um, and as we talked about, Holland, of course, is churning out material for Luke Cray. Please check that stuff out. Uh, I know a few of you asked her, like, are you going to come back to YouTube stuff? And her answer is she's out there making insane, amazing video content. Um, and you'll only be seeing, I know some stuff that's in the pipeline, uh, and that's really exciting. Um, and, uh, and of course I've got my short film, but that's pretty much done because it's all in post. I don't have to do anything as a director. At that point, you just are pulling threads together and then knitting them. And then you flip it over and you purl and you knit and you purl and then you have a scarf that I like to call a movie. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I make sure to when cast is that off. coming out? It should be wrapped by the, like, everything should be done by the end of the month, and it'll be awesome. on the festival circuit. Cool. You guys will be the first ones to know Title? where you can see it. Lights. Mm. 
Um, I'm very, very proud of it. Uh, and so all that's going on, but we should be totally on schedule. We should be good going forth. Um, awesome. We we figured it out, and so JP, don't worry, we won't be having too many spring breaks. In yeah, the future, and thank you, and thanks JP for asking. Yeah, I really appreciated that you asked about us. So great, guys. We hope uh, again. We hope that your 20th anniversary was awesome. Please let us know what you did for 20th anniversary. If you want to tell us how you feel about marches, parades, uh, sit-ins, uh, parks, send us those as well. We would love to find out which of those four you are, and. We would also uh, very much like for you to turn in your homework. <laughs> uh, send it in at any time. We will be doing the shout-outs throughout every session. Uh, mm-hmm. So don't worry about getting penalized for that coming in later early. Right. And uh, that's pretty much it. We'll be back next week, and we'll be just continuing to live in Sunnydale, to travel down to L.A. when necessary, mm-hmm. and just to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, so all right. That's it. Thank should, you guys so much we, for... Should we say where they can find us that's uh yeah i have a little end but like oh. bumper i put on now but why not sure. ssg podcast on twitter sunny del city group on facebook sunny del city group on instagram and what about where they can find you omar you can find oh you know what i did forget that okay forget yeah, that. yeah that these part. extra credits all throw me off you know so i me at omar najam on twitter uh and that's kind of it right now okay. <laughs> but when more stuff comes up i will be sure because there are some very exciting things that i'm doing with a fellow study buddy a creative challenge that's going to be announced very soon. Oh, that's fun. So, Awesome. How about you, Chris? Where can people find you? Hey, I'm Chris Bramante. You can find me as a Montioc on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find me with musical improv group Robot Teammate every Friday, Pacific Standard Time at 7 p.m. with Gather Your Party. We do a musical improv for a live chat room. Uh, you can find me every Thursday at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time on Hyper RPG's Twitch channel, where I host a role-playing gladiatorial battle called The Gauntlet. And then you can also, um, you can also find Omar and I doing stuff with Hamiltoons, but Hamiltoons is kind of in a we'll holding keep you pattern about that. Yeah. yeah, but don't forget about Hamiltoons just yet. But because we might have some exciting information there, but just keep it on the fresh tip of your mind. Also, March twentieth. Will this have come out? I think we'll still be good. It'll still be in within March twentieth. I found out is Hufflepuff Pride Day, and so I'm gonna repost Hufflepuff Puff Pass on that day, uh, which is a video rap video that I made, and uh, Omar is in as well. So I might throw that out there. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Great. Uh, and Holland Farkas, you can find on uh, at, at Holland Farkas on Twitter. And then from there, you can find all of her other mm-hmm. social stuff and then find out all the crazy projects she's working on, which are all amazing. Mm-hmm. YouTube slash Telltale Hard XO. Yep. Uh, right, cool. All right, guys. We are going to head out. Um, so pack up your bags, pack up your books, and we will see you next week. Bye.